Hello, this is Dr. Beverly Wright, and thank you for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education and hosted by Dr. Beverly Wright. Emory Continuing Education offers many certificate programs related to the practical application of machine learning, data science, advanced Python and Tableau, and other analytics tools and methods. These applied programs leverage experienced executives, academics, and practitioners with advanced degrees to deliver these Saturday courses typically taught in around 10 weeks. Learn more about the emerging technology programs at Emory Continuing Education to help boost your career advancement at ece.emory.edu. I hope you enjoy this episode of Tag Data Talk. Thanks for joining Tag Data Talk. And with us today, we have Larray Bennett. And we're talking about the lost art of listening for improved analytics. What an interesting subject, Larray. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk about this. It's very interesting for me to think about what's the lost art of listening and how it impacts our analytics. Awesome. Well, let's start off with um, who you are. Like, tell us a little bit about your background. Why are you so cool? Oh, thank you. So, well, so I, um, my name is Larray Bennett. I'm the Senior Director of Data and Analytics at Premier Research. And I have over 25 years of data background. So whether it's data warehousing, data analytics, um, data intelligence or business intelligence, whichever one you want to think of and and like to use. And so um, I've got a lot of years looking at the data and I find it very interesting. Very nice. Well, we're talking about this lost art. So what do we mean? What what is a, not necessarily the lost art, but what what does it mean to have a lost art? Does that mean something that was done before and we forgot or what is that yeah I think it's um maybe it's a skill that we used to have that we either no longer develop either in our staff or in ourselves and so it's something that we used to do but we no longer practice it and I think practice is the key here right because whenever we something is an art it's an art because we practice doing it and what um we don't think about arts very often in the same Mm -hmm. sentence with analytics so what's the art part of it? Like, why is this considered, is listening considered a lost art? So it's a, listening is really the ability to have a conversation with someone or a group of people with the anticipation of hearing what they have to say instead of the anticipation of what you're going to say to their next sentence, right? So it's really about listening to the other person or the group of people so that you understand really what is in the conversation, where the conversation's going, and what is the information that's being shared. And you contrast that specifically with like projecting what someone's going to say next. Why why is that? Is that is that what we naturally do? Is that as opposed to like just listening? Yeah, I think we get together in in a hurry nowadays, right? And more so than ever before. So we have lots of data, we have lots of meetings, and we have a lot to accomplish and we're doing things in a hurry. So I think we go into the meetings with a preconceived idea of what that outcome is going to be. So you go Uh, in with your ideas, you go in with your answers. mm -hmm. And so you're not really listening anymore to what really is the message of the conversation being had. So you're going in with your answers in advance. So I think that's part of that lost art. Now, does that mean that we kind of have a checklist of like, oh, they're going to say this and they're going to say this and then this is going to happen? Are we and, and we're sort of ticking it off as opposed to like really absorbing what's said? Yeah, 
So, you know, oftentimes you get a meeting agenda, right? You get an invite sent. They say, here's the meeting agenda. Here's my desired outcomes, which is nice because then you know how you're going to spend your time. But to your point, you now make a checklist. What is some of the spreadsheets I'm going to bring with me? What's some of the reports I'm going to take into the meeting? What are some of the answers I think they're already going to want to hear? And you go in with those answers pre-prepared and predetermined. Uh, and so what if it's not what they thought? I mean, how do they, how do, that's the problem, right? People can't really seem to pivot on, um, I think it's going to be this. And if it's not that, they maybe only hear it one way. Is that kind of what we're saying? That's what we're saying, right? So the art of this is when you go into the meeting, even if you go in prepared, and I'm not saying don't go to your meetings prepared. It's always good to go prepared, right? But go with the intent of listening to learn a little more. So you might go in with the intent of, you know, ask answering a specific business question. So let's say the meeting is about, I want data to answer a specific question, right? Mm -hmm. And so you go in with that data. However, if you don't go in with an open mind to listen to how, you know, first of all, let's ask the question, who's going to use the data? So who's the consumer at the analytics consumer? What are they going to do with the data and how are they going to use it? Because all of that is going to have an impact on the outcome of those improved analytics, right? Mm -hmm. So who what and how, who's going to yeah. use, what are they going to do and how are they going to use it Exactly, um, are important questions to make sure that we listen to their responses. Yeah. Um, what happens if we, we don't listen? Like what if uh, quantitative people tend to, they want to do, you know, they yeah. want to, they want to start with the data. They don't want to talk about stuff that much. I mean, I, I'm generalizing. It's not every single one, but typically people that are left brain and quantitative, they want to start with data. They want to do some stuff. So how do we, um, what happens if we don't listen and we're not hearing what they're saying up front? What are some of the consequences? So, so let's take some action on that, right? So what if you go into the conversation and the first thing you ask is, so what's the business question or the business problem that you're trying to solve? Mm-hmm. And they say, well, I'm trying to solve for X. And the next thing we do is we spring into action, right? So then we just start into the action. We leave the room, we go grab the data. And we come back and we say, great, I've got some analytics for you. I've I've got the data for you. Now go use it. Well, what we've missed out on is the the problem that could come up is, what if you've rolled that data up incorrectly? What if they didn't say to you, well, what I want to do is, and I'm just going to throw out an example. What if they want to look across a rare disease for participants in a clinical study? But what if they didn't give you enough information and you rolled that data up such a way that when they say, well, now I want to look at this by country or by state. Well, you can't you can't take aggregated data up and then roll it down to a country because you risk maybe exposing who the individuals are that actually have that rare disease, right? So we have to be careful when we bring our data together, when we aggregate it and roll it up, that we don't do something that would harm the way we can use it to answer the additional questions. I see, I see. Uh, that reminds me of a couple of scenarios. One is where um, I was working at a bank and we were looking at, um, we're trying to figure out like how much do external factors impact decision-making and impression of the bank and stuff like that. And uh, for some reason, we initially thought to look at it on a per-consumer basis, but the decision-making and the response and the action that's going to happen was actually going to be taken on the branch level. And so we ended up swapping it and it totally changed the outcome. There yeah. was another situation where um, it was similar with a telecom and we were looking at individuals and they said, no, look at it by like store. Because if you look at it by store level, that's how we're going to make decisions anyway. And that totally, but we weren't listening. We were just like doing, you know, just like, hey, I have an answer. I'm, 
we're in such a hurry, I think, to just hurry up and bring back an answer so that they can do something in response that maybe we don't take the time to kind of listen. So some of the consequences, it sounds like you're saying are, um, we'll answer the wrong questions. <laughs> we could, or, or there's a lurking variable, right? So you never really understand if there's a lurking variable in the data. And that uh, lurking variable is actually going to change that outcome as you just described in either one of those scenarios, right? So you got to really have the conversation. It's not only that you want to solve a business problem, but it's who's going to be looking at the data, at what level are they going to look at it? And then what else are they going to ask about it, right? Once they see the data one way, is there going to be a need or a want to aggregate additional data to it? Are they going to want to supplement it with maybe different data, real-world data or additional data from a different source? And if you don't have those questions up front, then you won't know how to build that data model to support the further analytics, right? So it's, it goes beyond just asking that initial question because mm-hmm. this is really about improving analytics. And analytics really is the query of the data, right? So I'm going to ask one question, see some information. I'm going to make a different or an adjustment, ask another question, see some information, et cetera, right? Before I can make that decision. Right. So it's, got, it's supposed to be iterative and you know, constantly. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. How do we, I mean, if we, if we understand what we mean by a lost art and we understand what it means not to listen and to listen and asking the right questions and actually listening to the answers, not going on with pre-assumptions and we understand the harm of when we don't listen, then the biggest question for you, Lorraine, is what do we do? (laughs) How do we, how do we get better at this? Like we, there's gotta be some stuff or some tricks that you can give us or advice as to like, how do we get better at really listening, especially, I think, as data scientists to the business? How do we get better at listening um, for improved analytics? I think that gets back to forming the relationships, right? So working with their, you know, with your colleagues and your counterparts or you know, people across the organization. So getting to know each other is really important. So in order for me to better understand how I might help maybe, you know, someone who's running our neuroscience division, right, getting to know that person really helps me understand maybe how they think about the data even a little bit differently, right? So that's really important. So I think you want to build the relationship and you want to practice, right? You want to practice having a conversation. You want to practice even just in each meeting, just asking a few more questions. So maybe if you go into one meeting, you remind yourself, I'm going to ask three questions today. And you just want to practice that, right? Just ask three more questions. The whys, remember the five whys? Remember those learnings, that lost art of asking why five times? (laughs) Well, you could practice that, right? Ask the why, ask it three to five times. Fantastic. So, uh, the relationship with, um, and I think you mean really an individual even, right? Mm-hmm. At the individual level, like getting to know that person that you're working with to try to answer the question with them. Uh, there's certainly a, a need for trust, um, if I hear you right, which is, it's interesting because you think about um, when someone says, well, how do I ask questions better? Well, you got to trust. Like, it's not a tactical, but it's, it's very important that there's yeah. trust within it before you even start. Number three, I wrote down, you didn't say this exactly, but I think you meant, um, I think you meant this, or maybe you did say it, but I think they, the data science analytics professional has to understand the business, not only have a relationship with a person, but um, I forget how you articulated it exactly, but it was like, basically, you, you know enough about what they're doing that you're able to listen and hear, and it makes sense. Like it's, um, if someone were to describe to me how to, you know, 
make a something, a stromboli and I'm vegan. I don't know anything about stromboli. It would probably go over my head. I might not want to know. I might, you know, but if you understand and you have some empathy sort of with the business and you have a strong relationship and there's a level of trust, all those things. And then the fourth thing you mentioned is um, just sort of practicing uh, and even setting goals to say like, I'm going to ask these three questions um, today or in this meeting. Why are we not doing this kind of stuff? Do you think it's because are are we impatient with ourselves? Do we think, uh, what is it? Uh, I just think we think that data is so easy. I mean, data is everywhere. We all have access to it. Oftentimes we can download it and put it into an Excel, right? And so I think we feel like the data is easy. And, And having that initial look at the data is very easy, right? But having that understanding of what comes next with the data is really important. And this is where the data scientist, I think, is so skilled at that, right? So when they really understand the business and they have a good relationship with the business, the models that they can build really, really help us get additional insights where our analytics really become not only improved, but very informed, right? And so when they have that relationship, I had a data scientist who worked for me and he was fabulous. We, we literally could have conversations about the clinical trial and the, the journey the patient was taking and what the data was telling us. And we could look for different things, right? In different relationships in the data, whether it was outliers or correlations or patterns. And when they take an interest, when your data scientist really, really has a curiosity about the business and about the yeah. data, then yeah. we really get informed and improved analytics for sure. Yeah, I love that curiosity. Uh, that's such a that's such a great ingredient for a data scientist. Uh, last question before I ask you for a final piece of advice um, okay. is, um, how do you know when you've gotten there? Like, for example, if you say, let's build this, you know, let's create this island. And on this island, Larray, there's only companies that, that all their employees know how to listen. All the data scientists, especially, they know how to listen. And then there's this other island and ain't nobody listening over there. Like, what's the difference? How do you know that you've, you've won, that you've got there, that you've succeeded at the art of listening? Um, I think it comes down to, I know we've got the art down. And when we're listening to each other, when we start with assuming positive intent, meaning that mm-hmm. we all have the same end in mind with what the, what we want to do with the data, how we want to use the data, and how we're going to improve the business, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really about, because we don't do analytics just to do analytics, right? We do analytics to improve the business. So when we're all on the same page with that same goal in mind, then I feel like we get there because then we actually openly want to listen to each other and their ideas because that's really what we all want when we hire people under a company, right? We bring them on for their skill. We bring them in for the ability that they can contribute. And when we remember to do that and we ask them and we stay curious about what they can bring to the table and contribute, then we have the conversations that bring about the real data that we can use to solve problems. Okay. Yeah. That's how you can tell is um, a company would look different based on those factors. Okay, cool. And to round this off, what final piece of advice, like let's say we're dealing with someone that has been out of school just a couple of years and um, they did their sort of starter job and now they're like going in for the big analytics role. They're so excited. And so they really want to get this down. So what final piece of advice would you give to an analytics professional that's really trying to master the art of listening? So I would say where you're going to start with this is just be curious. Always, always, always be curious. Why 
Why are you in the meeting? What, what drives this? What is driving the conversation? What more do you want to learn? Right? So what, if they think about it from a, I can, if I listen and I ask questions, they get to learn about the business, right? So they yeah. get to take the next step because they're learning more. So if you're new and you're, you've got a mentor or you're learning and listening from the team around you, just stay curious and ask the questions. Don't assume that the data has all the answers because you're going to have to bring that data together. You're going to have to maybe have one or more variance data sets that you're going to bring together. So you want to stay curious about how the data has a relationship, how is it going to be used, and just ask the questions. And then you'll be able to understand and you'll be far more successful than the person who just goes back out the door and comes back in with data. Yeah, love it. Love it. Fantastic advice. Thank you so much, Lorraine, for leveraging uh, all your experience and just (laughs) pouring it onto us and not holding back at all. So thank you again to Lorraine Bennett talking to us about the lost art of listening for improved analytics. Thank you, Beverly. Thanks for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education. I'm Dr. Beverly Wright. Have a great data set.